Hello, and welcome to episode 14 of Film Broadcast. Uh, I'm joined, yeah, I believe so. I'm joined by my co-host, Luke. Hey, what's up? And we're going we're gonna to talk about some movies today. We're going to talk about two movies today. Um, it's kind of going to become our thing, I think. And uh, those movies are Shiva Baby and La Haine, and which, which is hate. We're gonna start with Shiva Baby because, uh, because that that's how we're gonna do it. That, that's why. Um, that's what just be decided. like that. Yeah, uh-huh. you guys can't change that. So, no, get right. Okay, so Shiva Baby, it's uh fairly new. It's listed as a 2020 movie because it did like release in festivals in 2020, but it didn't release here till April. The director, oh crap. Uh, I had this all memorized too. Whatever, we'll get to that. Anyways, so the film. It's very Emma Seligman. I don't know how to say her last name. Emma Seligman. Um, Emma Emma Seligman, starring, starring. Oh, got it. Rachel Sinat. Well, that's that's an unfortunate name if you say it really fast. Uh, Molly Gordon from Bad Boys, whatever that movie was called. Uh, and. Also, Fred Melamed, the greatest actor of all times, in there. So, got some good people in there. Um, it's about a woman, a young woman who I believe, like, just some early twenties around there, who visits a shiva, which is, I guess, Jewish funeral reception, basically. That's what. Yeah, I that's what it sounds like. It is. Yeah, that's basically what it is. And um, she goes there, and both her uh, sugar daddy and her ex-girlfriend are both there, and then it's just lots of stressfulness and stressfulness and more stressful. That's basically, like, there's not much else to the setup, really, plot-wise. It's not a movie, like, that's driven by plot, I would say, like some of the movies we've talked about. Right, yeah. where I had to go through the whole plot, like when we were trying to when we were trying to talk about Justice League and stuff, like <laughs> driven by plot, even though plenty of things do happen. And um, it's the basic setup and premise of the movie for the most part. Um, might get into some spoilers, but I don't think there's anything we'll do that will be too crazy till we get to the end of our discussion. I think this one we can actually rein it in a bit compared to how we usually do. Yeah. yeah. The type of movies. Um and yeah, so how do we even start this discussion? Okay. So um I think it's incredible and it's already one of my favorite movies. And then Luke what was, your take was weird. What what did you think? I didn't even think it was bad. I was just like it was middling, you know? Like mm-hmm. I didn't dislike it or anything, but it, it didn't really connect with me exactly. Huh. So it's just well, like kind of like a middling thing. Jewish. So just to, there's no bias on that front. No <laughs> <laughs> there at all, uh, at least relation to the movie. But yeah, it's, uh, ooh, how do I even, this is a hard one to start for some, once we get into it, we'll be fine. I don't know. I'm having trouble starting this conversation off. You can just like go off about like things you liked about it. I'm going first. So the film is basically structured um, as in she, so we got the beginning, 
where it, it, it literally starts with someone loudly having sex. Um, so it just throws you right in there um, with her. Yeah, we all, we'll probably get in this. We're just going to go through the whole plot. So please watch this movie. It's great. Luke's wrong. So anyways, <laughs> anyways, maybe you're not. It's okay. I'll, we'll find out why it didn't do much for you later. We'll, just, we'll discuss it. But anyways, so yeah, it starts off she's having a little sex. And then she finds out, oh, there's a shiva. I should go there. So she meets her parents there. One of them is played by Polly Draper, who I think is in a few things, nothing crazy. Then Fred Melamed, who's the greatest of all time. Um, I love him in A Serious Man, if you've ever seen A Serious Man. Um, he's he's pretty iconic in that movie, even though, like, people who haven't, I think he was a meme at some point in that movie, I'm not sure. Yeah, he's great. And so she meets them, she goes in, um, and she says what is honestly one of my favorite line deliveries just in any movie. So she's talking to her parents, like, just, like, they're scolding her. Basically, she has to lie because she doesn't have any plans right now, right, for, like, in terms of career. So, and her parents are making her lie about that to all the people at the Shiva. And then as her mom's leaving, she says, wait, mom, who died? Which is one of the best. And then she doesn't get an answer. So that already starts to stress because as she's wandering around the Shiva, giving her condolences, and she's not even sure who's dead. Uh, so it's just, and the soundtrack is all like horror movie string instruments. Like, like the, right? The soundtrack's like, definitely like the highlight of it. Like, it really, like, it, uh... it really works. And like, it, especially when we get to some of the later scenes that I want to get into when they use the way they use it. Um, so yeah, so she's there. This, I guess this was a bad one to pick to talk about. I didn't realize how hard it would be to talk about a movie that's so loosely structured like this. I don't know. I mean, I think, um, I think the loose structure is probably what makes this movie like, uh, work. So I feel like if it had a, I feel like if it had a very plot driven structure, it wouldn't, because I know a lot of people praise it for like the chaos and stuff, but I feel like you remove that aspect and it, loses a lot of its uh of course i'm not saying that's an i'm not i have zero problems with this movie if i'm gonna be honest with you maybe zero problems maybe you'll bring something up um that will enlighten me that's the whole point of these conversations of course we'll see but i love everything about it including the structure it just makes it a little harder to talk about in a no structured format um right yeah, basically, yeah. you get a scene where she notices that the sugar daddy who she had just had sex with is there with, yeah, so, spoiler, yeah, with his wife, who she did not know exist, and his child, which is pretty fucked up, um, his baby, and, and everything, <laughs> it's another one of the constant, like, there's a lot of, con- it is a funny movie as well, I'd say, um, along with the stress. I didn't notice the yeah. comedy at first a lot of times because of how stressed I did feel for this poor girl but um there was like just constantly who brings a baby to a shiva and all this just like the recurring lines of these characters and all the like middle-aged older women there or we're just gonna go off there's that scene near the end where like she's trying to leave and all of the like jewish like moms are stopping her to talk and the like string music is going off and they're all shot in (laughs) close-ups yeah that that one like the final scene where like the dad's trying to shove everyone inside of the car too and it's just like 
everyone's like saying no, but then he's like, he's like, he's like begging them to get in the car. So they're like, they're just he's trying nice. to be hospitality. Yeah. Like, I know yeah. people, I know people like that. I do. I think we probably have all known someone like that who would just have yeah, to be yeah. super hospitable, which is good. So, kind of, um, You say something. Say maybe something that didn't work quite so well for you. So I think with movies like this, it's not necessarily that it some things don't work. It's more so just that it didn't connect with me. Because I honestly don't really have any, like, issues with this. And, like, je- like there's nothing that I would say is, like, a negative. There's just things that didn't really connect with okay. me, like, at all. So, like, people, like, um talk about, like, the chaotic nature. And I didn't really feel like that until the last act, when things really did get. Ca- that's the part where what we were just talking about with the really heavy strings and close-ups, yeah. and like, just cool. everything goes to like complete like shit, and like, th- that's when it gets really. That's when it like started like picking up and getting fun for me, because like I was like, okay, this is where like the chaos finally is. Is actually so really it like a lot of expectations that people gave you. There's that, but also it just, I feel like without that chaos, it was a little bit boring because it just didn't huh. like, it didn't really connect with me until that chaos really, really? got I was there and it got to that elevated level. She, as soon as she said, wait, mom, who died? Which I don't know what, that was like one of the funniest lines I've ever seen in a movie, honestly, just the way it was done. And then from, it just, I don't know. I was glued. Like, even with short movies nowadays, like especially back when I watched this, because now I'm back into the movie. I've been watching like three to five movies a day recently, but like I was not doing that. And when I watched this, I was just glued. I wasn't even like sometimes I compulsively like press the plus 10 seconds button. If I'm going to be honest on some movies, <laughs> no, I was completely into it. I found that the structure and pacing was perfect. It's very short. I think it's like 80 minutes. Something yeah, like that. It's sure. yeah. And I don't think the movie was I don't think the movie was chaotic nature all the way through. Like some people have I've I guess some people are apparently saying. Because I watched I was one of the like everybody just suddenly was I was always interested in this movie. Canadian director. I know I spring this up a lot, but I always appreciate that kind of thing because there isn't that much well known Canadian pe- stuff that isn't like all right, like most Canadian people just moved to America and then now they're just American stars, right? Yeah. At least the ones that people know. Um, but and I guess this one did that too, but it's still nice. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought the chemistry between her and the and Molly Gordon was very good. I enjoyed that. I thought every so let's say let's go leading up, right? Let's go. Let's talk about before the chaos because that seems to be. For me, I just felt, despite not being super, and I don't just mean, I just mean it wasn't like a movie that is going from plot beat to plot beat. It's not the idea. You're following this girl around who's really awkward, doesn't really want to be there, doesn't even, like, even when she finds out who it is, she's still not even really sure who it is. Um, Yeah. And she's just, you know, it's like these overbearing people asking her about stuff. And the stress of her ex-girlfriend. And of course, her parents are not really... They think, oh, it's just this phase. It was experimentation, blah, 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 right? The character's bisexual, by the way, which is yeah, also yeah. weird. Um, <laughs> that's a win all the way for me. I don't care. Um, it is. It's a win. We need more of that, bro. 
Understandable, honest. Yes, I want more of that. Um, and Jesus, I'm trying my best here. Uh, so let, I'm just gonna go through some random scenes that kind of work. So like, she clearly isn't the best with stress because when she she gets very angry that this guy has not told him he has a wife and a daughter, right? The sugar daddy yeah. guy. And she does something pretty stupid. I think this is fairly early. Again, I saw it in my skin. Yeah, I think it's 20 minutes in. She um, goes to the bathroom and takes a topless selfie and sends it to him. At the, at the Shiva. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, and everyone's just... Oh, no, that was near the end. See, that's when it was getting super chaotic. I'm trying to stay in the beginning zone. Um, even with skimming through it, it's like, it's funny how much it resonated with me when I can't even think of the, like, things that happened, you know? No, I mean, some movies just are like that, like, honestly, like, yeah. some movies are, like, favorites, and then I'm thinking, but granted, this also due to my terrible memory, but I, mm-hmm. but then I think, look back, I'm like, what even happened? Yeah, it's both been a while since we watched Shiver Baby, where we both just watched the next movie. Also, the next movie will be a lot easier to talk about. So I'm not yeah, too yeah. worried about like extending this conversation too far because we can probably make Lahaine last a while. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It would be good there. But here, I'm just bringing up the movie so I can skim through it while I talk. Um, what are some things you really liked? Since you said there's nothing you really disliked that much. Um, I agree that the chemistry between um the two female leads was really good. Yeah. Um. Like I thought that really you, you worked all together. They knew each other for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, then there's the final act. Like I said, I think that that was really fun for me. Just mm-hmm. all the chaotic nature, the like the string cords and stuff, and uh, the close-ups. So Wait, sorry, say that again. It's so stressful, though. It's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like, and especially for me, who was invested from the start, when it's finally getting to the point where everything's going wrong, like. Oh, when she when she's told to hold the baby, and the wife of the guy is clearly onto her, and all of these things, and it's just, oh my god, it's yeah. nerve wracking, hard to watch yeah, at for points. Sure. And then um, there's the ending scene when I mentioned with the dad trying to fit. I, that's like the one joke in that entire movie that like I actually thought was really funny because the rest of the movie I didn't really didn't think, think was funny. Mom but died wasn't the greatest line of all time in cinema history. <laughs> Okay, I, I got it. That, that, that one was pretty good too. <laughs> it's just like but, uh, whispering at the delivery and how distressed he is. Yeah, no, I mean, there, there are like definitely like things here and there, but like, um, the only joke that like really, really got me was the dad trying to like get everyone in the car, and then the like the wife is like, she's like really mad at him because she just wants to go home. <laughs> He's like getting like the cars like has more people than seats and like. Yeah. It's like the final like chaotic thing of that movie before it ends, and mm-hmm. but then I think the dialogue is also incredible. Um, for me, even in like when she first has to talk to Sugar Daddy, that's I don't remember his name. I'm sorry. When she first has to talk to Sugar Daddy with her both of her parents there, and they're like quipping at each other, the parents are just kind of confused at what's happening, right? He's yeah. already, yeah, I think she, that's the first time she kind of lashes out. She yells a bit. It's just, and I think that's when she storms off to the bathroom, maybe? I, like right after that? 
I'm looking, I'm, I'm skimming through. Yeah, that is like just about five minutes after that. That's when she storms off to the washroom and does the selfie thing. Oh, and um, I don't think we've mentioned it yet, but then uh, she send it, but then she leaves her phone in the bathroom. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then later, the other female lead finds the um, yeah. phone she and then she finds about the whole like sugar daddy yeah. thing, and then she gets like mad at her. And uh, it's awesome, man. It, yeah, it's There's uh, so many it's all super hectic. Things Lots of good setup. It's well structured, and the dialogue is just sorry. I'm just and the strings like at the beginning, they're just kind of like plucking like that kind of ominous sounding. Yeah, yeah. There's also the constant crying of the baby, which adds to like that. Just that sound can add to the stress. It's yeah, good. for sure. It really works when you describe the like the soundtrack. It does not sound like it fits at all, but like it really, no, really it fits. Yeah, I never questioned it, but afterwards I'm like, oh yeah, this is a movie I'm going to buy on Blu-ray, and I'm gonna try and I'm probably gonna watch it a lot. I feel like one, it's short. Two, I just feel like it will be a compulsively rewatchable movie for me. Which is there aren't a lot that are compulsively rewatchable. There's Moonrise Kingdom, and that's really about it. Like, if we're just talking in terms of genuinely good and not, like, Fast and Furious, which I've seen all of three or four times, um, <laughs> that's different. We, we still need to do that episode, by the way. Um, yeah, we do. A two-parter. But, yeah, uh, I love it a lot. You should watch it. It's a little hard to explain why it's so great, at least for me. Um, there's just, like, I think the way it's shot is perfect. A lot of close-ups, especially on the stress, more stressful moments. Um, I think the lead actress is incredible, and I hope she goes on to do great things. Um, like I think she kicks ass, honestly, in this movie. Like I've never heard of her before, but she's incredible. Um, I don't know if you agree, but oh no, yeah, I think all the performances are very well done yeah. in that movie. No, they're even like the sort of. Even just like the part where like all of the side performances are great, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like the old people are really good at acting as old people, oh, you know. Like, like they have they, to they have to just be real Jewish grandmas. Like they have to be. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> they must be. Yeah, um, it's, it's great. Yeah, I mean I I even though I didn't didn't really uh care for it too much, I still suggest you watch it. It's like Logan yeah, said, it's super short. Yeah, and most people like it. it. I didn't even really dislike it, so it might actually connect with you, and you might have a really good yeah, time it might with it. So like, I would still suggest you watch it. I'm obviously not Jewish, I've already mentioned, but like you know, the main character, um, being Rachel, does stuff like that connects with me a bit. Different things along those lines, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. The stress factor in a crowd. I do like crowds, honestly, but I can. It's, I can. I, I would be so overwhelmed in a situation like this. Yeah, yeah. For me, for for uh, for sure, me too. With a nice final shot of them just sort of holding hands in the car, and they kind of made up. Just good movie. I recommend it. I think even Luke recommends it because it's not even like anything he really thinks is bad. Him, yeah, exactly. Nice. It's just I can accept that. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I should have said more. I mean, super short though. Like, yeah, this next one's also super short, but like, both two super short movies, just like 
if you have 80 minutes or whatever, just check it out. Yeah, no, it's it's worth checking out because it, it so many people are loving it. I'm not saying you should like something just because everyone else does, but yeah, but I mean it it clearly connected with a lot of people. It could definitely connect no, with you. Worth recommending. Speaking of films that connect with a lot of people, but well, actually that was a great segue. But uh, I, I, it's a ten out of ten. It's really really high on my favorites list, and upon rewatches, it could make its way near the top ten. Maybe we'll see. That's Wait, what's what is it on your favorites list right now? It's uh, in the 30s area, kind of oh, actually nice. right next to where Lahaine is. It's right, they're right beside each other. I don't really know which one I like more. Yeah, I know. Oh, um, <laughs> I know you haven't said your opinion on Lahaine, but I think I know. So, yeah, I mean, I and I kind of knew that like anybody, like most. So, this is one of the highest rated films on Letterboxd, I believe. I believe it's really high on the top. Yeah, it has a 4.3. It's definitely one of the... Uh... Yeah, it's got a 4.3, which is pretty high. Um, here, I'm, I'm checking right now. Uh, why don't you introduce it? Um, so, Lon... Why Lon? Lahane is basically um, about... There is some guy named Abdul, right? I don't know if I'm it pronouncing... I got everything up, so here's I'll just start with this. Lahane is a film from 1995, directed by... Sorry for pronunciation, by the way, if I pronounce anything wrong. Matthew Kasovitz. And it's about, and I'll just say the names for you. Three, three boys named Vince Hubert and Saeed. I think Hubert is what they call him, right? That's how they pronounce yeah. it. Got to add a French and accent to it, yeah. The fourth, the one you're trying to say is Abdel. Yeah, yeah. So, um, basically... During cut, Abdul gets taken by the police, then they beat him half to death, and he's hospitalized. And in turn, a bunch of people start rioting to like, uh, like in response because they're fired up. And then it basically takes place the next morning with three friends that Logan just listed Vince, Hubert, and Sade. JD, or sorry, I'm not going to be good with pronouncing these names, <laughs> but um, okay, got it? Yeah, yeah. I, I think Same so. Sadie. Dude, it's simple. Sai, Sai, start Sai. Sai. Eid, Saeed. Oh, okay, I see, I see. Saeed. Saeed. There's no like Saeed. vowels. Like, like, I kept no hearing Saeed, so I was confused. Um, nah, Saeed, Sa- though. Okay. Saeed, yeah, that's the thing. Okay, guys, I got it. I, I'm, go. I'm... Love <laughs> from there. No, but, um, uh, basically. Their three friends are just going throughout their day. They're um they're friends with Abdel, so they want to uh they want to try and make sure he's okay. They're just like talking about it, and it's basically these three opposing viewpoints. Or you missed you skipped over one of the more important things. I hate to interrupt. So there were riots about like not just from them, but from tons of people. Riots, you know, looting because of Abdel's um death. Uh, his hospitalization. He hadn't died yet, but uh, Ooh, so he hadn't died. So his, oh yeah, spoilers by the way. His hospitalization. Watch this movie, by the way. Since I am saying spoilers, please, 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 please watch this movie. Yeah, Do this it. one's only a hundred minutes, so this one's also super short. Definitely something. I don't know. It's not super short, but it's not. It's just average length. It's like an hour and thirty-eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's short though, so don't worry. It's good. It's good. Okay, so yeah. Um, 
they there were a bunch of riots the night before against the cops. And now uh, we got these three friends kind of just wandering around. Um, they're not like innocent people either. Like uh, Hubert, like clearly has some ties to actual like lots of illegal activity, and they all have different views on these things, in from in like different levels of like anti-cop and stuff like that. And it's just. And it's another film, just like something that people were going back and watching Do the Right Thing. This one has even more parallels to what happened back in mid-2020 with um, George Floyd and all the riots. This one is like scarily parallel to it in a lot of aspects. They actually mention it um, in the movie, but this is basically what happened with the Rodney King. Uh, events yeah. in 92. Like, uh, 90, 90, 91, 92, around there. Well, it yeah. was 92, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I'm going off a it's movie named Ellie 92 about the Rodney King riot, so I'm assuming it's <laughs> yeah, 1992. Yeah, I was thinking about it was 91 <laughs> or 92. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, it's very similar to those events, if you know anything about that. And, yeah, uh, yeah, should look into. They're pretty important events in history, so you should probably look into that. Right? But um, yeah. yeah. But um, basically, yeah, it's uh, like what I'm gonna say, just three opposing viewpoints of people that are uh, lower class people. They live in the ghettos and stuff. So you know, and it's also uh, three different uh, racial aspects. There's an Arab, yeah, there's yeah. a Jewish person, and there is a black person. So it's also different racial aspects to there as well. And Abdel is supposed to be. Jewish as well. We're not Jewish. Like um, he's, I think, no, not Jewish. What was it? Uh, Arab. Ar- 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 oh, yeah, he's, Arab. he's not. Yeah. He's not white. There. <laughs> yeah, there, there we go. Um, yeah, he 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 is not the white person. That's basically uh, No, he's not the, white. The, and that, that basically is it. racially <laughs> charged. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, basically, they're just going through their area. They're doing, I guess, like, basic events that happen. Um, I believe Ramp up where over it starts time. off is, yeah, it ramps up over time. I believe where it starts off is, there is it, I might be skipping a bit here, but isn't it, um, uh, Saeed goes to get Vince at the apartment, or did I skip what? something? Did you, well, okay, so we open with a, a, a montage of what I believe are probably real riots that had happened in France. By the yeah. way, I don't think we mentioned this is in France. Um, and so it starts like that. And I think you're right. I think we open with Said sort of walking to meet Vins. And Vins is recreating the mirror scene from Taxi Driver to, you know, the you talking to me into a mirror. You know, there's a lot of yelling. A lot of, you know, you're already getting sort of introduced to these characters. They have a, they have a pretty aggressive attitude, um, specifically Vince, which we'll get into. Vince um, is probably the most aggressive of the three, actually. Yeah. In terms of his views and just his, the way he sees everything. And so we meet Vince. He wakes up Vince, and they go out. And then we meet Hubert. I think it's Hubert. I think they pronounce it Hubert, so we're going to call him that. Or Hubert. 
Or should we just say Hubert so we're not embarrassing ourselves? <laughs> I'm just going to say Hubert because that's easy. I don't care. I like to try my best. <laughs> I'm trying my best here. Anyways, so yeah, they he owned a gym which was burned down in the riots. Um, yeah, it was burned down in the riots. So, and they all just was like, come on, let's go. And then just like friends used to do before internet, they just kind of walked around for a bit. And, to, and then we get to introduce, and we're not going to go through this in, we're, we're really bad at going through movies in chronological now that I've noticed. So we're going to try and not do that anymore. But, so, we're great you know, they kind of talk to mean? some people, they, we're, that's always where we mess up. Remember Weekend? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, bro, that was a great episode. <laughs> like, even like every time we try to go through the plot of a movie and discuss it, it just fails miserably. But anyways, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna get, I'm just gonna go through it quick so we can just get to the shit, okay? So there will be spoilers, and yeah. so I can just explain. There will be spoilers. If you don't care about spoilers, that's fine. But I still recommend you. I highly recommend you watch this movie. I don't believe hearing about the ending of most movies will ruin them, although it might lessen the impact. But you know. So if you really want to listen, go for it. It's up to you. But okay, here we go. So yes, they meet up, they walk a bit, and then I believe the main conflict is that Saeed is owed is owed money by this man named Asterix, right? Um, there's more, there's more, but that's one of the conflicts, not the main conflict. It's one of the yeah, things yeah. that they're trying to do. They're trying. So that's one thing. Um, what else happens near the beginning that we get introduced to? There's many scenes of them just walking around discussing the issue when they see cops. And this is for a lot of people, not just them. There, There's a lot of scenes of them yelling at cops and insulting cops and just... And they all... So Vince thinks all cops are bad. He is completely hostile. Like, he has a very black and white view of this, right? The other two, yeah, yeah. not as... Like, there's a cop that they're friends with who is nice to them. And he keeps getting mad that they're like interacting with this guy who clearly cares for them and about them. Right? Yeah. I think one more important thing to mention about Vince is um, he's very like hooked up on re- revenge and uh, that yes. like just leads to the yeah, themes of the movie, yeah. but he's very yeah. hot up on wanting revenge. He's like, if Abdel dies, I'm going to kill a cop. Like he yes. got a gun and, and everything. Like, so that that's another, th- another thing that we hear about from many people throughout the beginnings and even into the end of the movie is that a cop lost his gun. And yeah, we yeah. love to believe that that gun has made its way to Vince. Right? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Think, that's what they were... Uh... I'm pretty sure that's what... They never fully say, but I'm pretty sure... Yeah, I believe sure that's, that's what they were trying to imply with that. Yeah. yeah. He's the one who has the gun. And... Yeah. I'm not doing good at discussing today, hopefully... Go for it. Help me. Um, yeah, so they go throughout. There's also um other stuff. There's also like gang members, uh like skinheads that uh go around harassing uh specifically um Hubert and uh and Said. Uh, Vince yeah. manages to get away from them. But yeah. So, you know, then there's uh there's basically a lot of just antagonism between cops and like uh gang members and uh the three friends and uh yeah. as they go throughout the day and it all leads up to this big event at the end that we'll get to later. Yeah, so we'll get to. We'll talk about that near the end. So, yeah. 
um, many. So there's the film is structured. I'm not going to say this, but anyways, the film is structured again, kind of loosely, which we're obviously great at talking about. Um, but it's a little more. There, there are events that happen pretty distinctly throughout the film. Um, for uh, they're having a barbecue on top of a roof, for example. Just a group of people, cops come up, not really harass them. They just kind of want them to leave. It's like yeah, yeah. That's what I find. In, that's what I kind of find interesting about the way this film does does things. Often, they do, they want them to leave. They're not like they're not being super like racist or anything. Like, and we do get views of racist cops. We do get views of really, really, really bad cops too, right? These guys are yeah. just like you can't you can't have a barbecue up here, and everyone's like, no, we aren't having it. They're yelling at him, swearing at him, throwing shit at him, right? Yeah, and then. Yeah. We get, and, yeah. Yeah, and uh, there's a uh, like they're just trying to, ch- and that's for most parts. Usually, it's just them trying to make their way through, and then uh, like whether it's like because they just aren't allowed there, or for it's for safety reasons, like cops are like no, and then like tensions increase. Like uh, mm-hmm. there's um, there's like uh, the scene where they're trying to. See, I'm dealt in the hospital, and you know they aren't allowed in there because they don't yeah. want anyone attacking him. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so they're like, "You're not allowed in there," but they got really angry and enraged by it and everything. And it backfires because then uh, Saeed gets arrested when Saeed didn't really do anything at all. Other yeah, than to, yeah. I just want to see our friend. What like they're, he's yell- they're just yelling at them, which is not breaking any laws, and he gets arrested. So which is almost like foreshadowing for how bad it gets. Um, and then yeah. from there, they decide they all take a train to the city because they want to get the money from Asterix, like I mentioned earlier, who is a yeah. freaking weirdo. Um, so they show up there. I know but we're skipping a bunch of stuff. We'll get to that stuff. I'm just trying to go through certain scenes that relate to each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, they show up at this building and every and they they don't know what his last name is, so they're just buzzing random buildings and people are feeling like they're harassing them. And Vince is all, is very freaking pissed off at this point. So he's just yelling at everyone. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like there's like and some old uh, lady that comes to the door like screaming at them to leave. Yeah, and like, and he uh, starts at her back. Like it's 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 harsh. Then they eventually find him. They go up. Uh, some shit goes down. Like they're disrespect. He's in like a freaking t- cloth. Like it's so weird. That scene was weird. Here, help Which me one? here. Just, oh well, yeah, that one. one. Yeah, he's like has like a single like cloth covering his like his area and like uh he's like a really weird fellow like. Yes, yeah, so doing weird as like dancing stuff. Yeah, and then why does he get mad at them? Help me here. Um, so basically, what happens is Vince is like checking out his gun, and then he's like, "Nah, you can't touch that. Guns are for grunts. Like, I have a piece myself." And then he like he shows him his gun. Then the guy like pretends to play Russian roulette with his gun, and oh, he's yeah. like, and then they're like scared, like they don't want him to kill himself with mm-hmm. their gun because like that probably wouldn't end well for literally anybody. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, then he gets his gun back and he's like, you're a turn. And then he's you know, like, no, nah, I'm good. So then he starts slapping Vince and then um, 
Yeah, then I uh, like obviously Vince gets mad. Then like they uh both are starting like threatening each other with their guns until they finally leave and yeah. And it's, was, it's, uh, so and then so they do not get their money. And then okay, and then this is where probably the most one of the more disturbing scenes in the movie takes place. Not the most, um, I would say, but it's up there. Um, so basically, uh, Saeed, Vince, and Hubert, they all um, are just trying to leave now, right? Because nothing went well. They just want to go home. And the cops see them and say, are you starting trouble? And of course, Vince, and, the, and they're like, no, whatever. And then they just arrest them. They didn't do anything. They just arrest them, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Vince gets away. He runs off. So the two, and then so Hubert and uh, Saeed get basically tortured by the cops um, for no reason at all. Yeah, like they're put in like, they're, like Saeed gets choked out by one of the cops and like they're like they, just no, getting they like harassed. And then and there's another guy just watching on in like horror as they're showing him how to choke them out without actually killing them. Yeah, yeah. They're telling them how he has to like know when to stop like right before they like yeah, do any really major damage but like hopefully we can hold on to them until the end and then of course they miss the train yeah but, you know now they're just left wandering around again Saeed goes off to a boxing match with this other guy that he said he met earlier on just in one of the many random conversations throughout the film and they're watching or it was a fight it was a boxing match fight whatever right and yeah. um so this part almost felt like it was a dream. It was very weird. Um, so Saeed, no, sorry, Vince goes off with this guy, and they're trying to get into a club. The guy won't let him in, so the um, guy that Vince is with pulls out a gun, shoots the guy in the face, and we never see any yeah. resolution to this. This is oh, I skipped the scene from early. Um, there's also we'll we'll talk about this scene, then we'll do that. What do you? Do you have any interpretation of why that scene was in there? I mean, yeah, it's just there's Vince talks himself up a lot throughout the movie. He's like, I'm gonna call a cop, I'm gonna call a cop. We see that he even though he pulls out his gun on people multiple times, he doesn't actually really have um he doesn't actually have the guts to actually do anything. So when he witnesses a murder himself, you kinda just see the horror on his face and like that kind of yeah. comes to light about even though he talks himself up, he isn't really like this, like big, like strong thug that like just murders people. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure, and that's throughout the film. We do notice this things, and here's something I remember earlier. So, um, Abdel's brother is wandering around in a car with a shotgun in the early parts of the film, and there's a point where he sees a cop, and I believe it's the cop that they're friends with. Um. And he just fires off at him with a shotgun. Yeah, yeah. And they, of course, all get arrested. And that scene was just really scary, honestly. Really painful scene. Yeah. And then there's um, um what happens, I think, then, is there's a bunch of uh, heavily armed police that start chasing uh, Vince, Hubert, and Saeed because, like, they were in the area yeah. or something. So they start chasing them. Then... Um, there's a cop, he has, like, a baton and a, like, he's, like, in SWAT gear, but, like, he doesn't have a gun or anything, and Vince pulls out his gun on him, he freezes, and then he very, like, socks the cop in the face, and, like, uh, I forgot what happened, they to be get honest. away. <laughs> Messed up. Um, 
so yeah back to sort of the course we were on there so yeah that so then they're released they miss the train and they sort of meet up again and now they meet up again when i believe saeed and hubert are being harassed by skinheads which they saw earlier and insulted am i am i right that's when they yeah, meet up yeah. yes so yeah we don't see like after uh Vince notices that murder. He just we don't like we don't see how he got away from there or what happened. We just meet him up again once he meets back up with Said and Vin, Hubert. I'm bad with names, sorry. Um, Vin, so Vince, uh, they start beating. He pulls the gun on them and they actually basically take one of the guys hostage. On the skin yeah, heads. and so all the other guys will like run away. That works. Yeah, and then- and they- no, they start beating the crap out of the guy. Yeah, and Hubert, then it gets to like this climactic point where Vince has a gun to his head and Hubert's like, there are good cops, but there's no good skinheads. The only good skinhead is a dead skinhead, so shoot him. And then yeah, you see basically like, what we mentioned earlier. Him. Yeah, we mentioned earlier with the shooting scene where you mm-hmm. see like Vince doesn't really like have any of the balls. And this is like kind of the climactic point because he gives his gun to this uh those guys had like fully for everyone's like Hubert's telling him he needs to kill him and uh mm-hmm. he just doesn't do it he doesn't have the balls he can't go through with it then they wander around more i think or uh, they might have been wandering around before this i don't remember for sure i think what happens is now they're gonna go to this, this train, go to art i think museum? they go to an art museum they missed the train forever ago oh okay yeah, there's no, that one art museum scene. No, you at the train station, actually. I thought I thought that missing the train was honestly uh, one of the last scenes before the... No. But I honestly don't know. No. It's like, I'm not good with memory. No. Train of the ends. No, like the skin... But the, basically what happens is... Um, they, Saeed and Hubert miss the train and Vince shows up. And then they just go off and wander around a bit. They go to an art museum, you might remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they, you know, they harass people there. They just keep harassing people a lot. They're not not very nice. These people are yeah. bougie and they aren't a fan of that. Whatever, right? And yeah, then, they're basically um, um, basically like some people walk in and then Saeed's trying to pick one of them up and then Hubert tries to help, but like all these guys are very aggressive people, like very short tempered. So the mm-hmm. girl, like I think, insults Saeed and then he starts to go off and then. Uh, then starts to go off, then Hubert starts to go off, and uh, yeah. then they eventually just, they trash the place a bit, get kicked out, and then I think uh, the guy that kicks them out then says some, like, classist thing, and then, like, the scene ends. And and then I think after that is the skinhead scene where they have the guy hostage, and then we're leading toward the end now of the movie in terms of this trying to discuss a movie plot-wise, which is, we've already mentioned, we're very good at. Um, <laughs> so we get towards the end a few other scenes that aren't really too worth discussing i think every scene in this movie is great by the way there's some that i don't really need to discuss um yeah we get to the ending where i think they kind of like hubert is about to leave he's done i think and so saeed and vins are gonna head home in whatever way they can because again they're still stuck in the city because they can't get home right yeah and then um skinheads accost them um you know they show up and they're mad because they beat up their friend right yeah and one of the skinheads has a gun on vince and hubert shows up like talking and then the gun goes off 
not intentionally. I don't. Th- I think it was definitely an accident. He didn't actually. Yes. He wasn't going to shoot the guy in the head, but he shoots him in the head, and we get an incredible end shot, where so uh, Hubert picks up the gun and he has a gun on the skinhead, and the skinhead a skinhead has a gun on him, right? And we see that, and then we zoom past them just to see Saeed's face looking, and then just I think if I'm right, a boom, and then it ends, right? Yeah, we don't yeah. know what happens. Yeah. Well, and that's how I'm just trying to think. I thought was Vince killed by a cop or was he killed by a skinhead? He's killed by he was killed by a skin or it was a cop. I messed up. I think it was a cop. Yeah, I think it was a cop. But I think that's like where like the final like irony comes in, where um Vince is like, I'm gonna kill a cop, and he ends up getting killed by a cop, and Hubert's like, You shouldn't kill a cop, and then Hubert ends up Maybe killing a cop. It doesn't Maybe really say who let off the no, last no, bullet. But... There. They both have like the guns to each other's face. Yeah, and there's only one gunshot, so we can assume one came out, one did. Exactly. Well, that's how that would usually turn out. Yeah. Especially when it's that close to your face, you won't have enough time to really pull the trigger, most likely. At least not the yeah, power. Yeah. I'm not a genius on shooting people in the face. It's just the. <laughs> it's just um. Uh, just an assumption, I, I assume. From what I know about how guns work and shit, that's what I assume would happen. From what I know about <laughs> a ball going into I'm your brain from a foot uh, away from you at 90 I'm miles an hour. Like super criminal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's more to talk about, though, because let's talk about the more technical aspects of the movie, because we just kind of been talking about the plot and how well... So the plot is extremely well-constructed, keeps you interested the whole way through. Um, never a point I was bored. Um, never a point I was uninterested because the convers even with the conversations that like there's a conversation that the, the kids is telling them about a candid camera episode and there's like no point to the story it is a really pointless candid boring story with like right with an anti-climax yeah, yeah. and then it just ends <laughs> there you go and then the next scene like stuff like that just kind of a natural feels very natural Oh, yeah, which is always the good mo- for a movie like this. The movie's definitely just trying to illustrate that um, tensions that people within like lower class neighborhoods have with the police. So it's like all mm-hmm. jumping through everywhere, showing all these interactions like sporadically yeah. throughout. And let's talk about the freaking cinematography and camera work. Holy crap, it's great! It's yeah, perfect. it looks really good. The it's choice to go black and white as well. Theater. The black and white looks great. We've already mentioned yeah. black and white looks great. Um, and this is no exception. It works well. But there's one shot I couldn't figure out how they would have done in 95. I was wondering if you might know. Um, where the camera floats up and goes between these buildings and it looks like a drone shot. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Um, it might have just been a very large crane shot. But I'm not sure. It could have been. But this movie wasn't like a studio film, I'm pretty sure. Like this wasn't like a budget, big budget movie. I could be wrong. Um, budget was two point six million, and then two point three million euros, basically. So no, oh, there was Studio huge. Canal. I feel like they're pretty big in oh, that area. Did Studio Canal actually make the movie, or did they just release it? Um, on Letterboxd, it said they uh they helped produce it. Here I'm looking here. Budget, country, run distributed. Yeah, it's distributed by Canal. Distributed by Canal. Um, produced by some... It doesn't 
look like there's any actual like who like who would have funded it. I'm not sure. But whatever. I believe it might have been an independent film. I could be wrong. Um, but no, it is an extremely beautiful film cinematography wise. Every shot, there's a lot of great camera movement. Um, the close-up shots when like Vince is first holding the gun and stuff, or even the shot of him in the mirror, very iconic shots. You've probably seen them around if you're like in the film community, even if you've never seen the movie. Like, you know, yeah. the shot of him with the gun in the mirror looking really angry. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty iconic. Might might use that for the thumbnail for this. I don't know. We'll see. We also got might a... just have a random headshot of Fred Melamed. I don't know. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I like these <laughs> shots from the movies. <laughs> Although that would just be kind of nah, but um, yeah. Uh, the yeah, the camera work is all very well done. It really helps with the flow, as you mm-hmm. just go through and the hectic nature of everything. There's like one really good mm-hmm. shot that I like a lot, where it's super far away from the characters, mm-hmm. and then it just like quickly zooms in with a super like shaky camera. And, like yeah, I thought. Or there's that, one that, like, editing shot that pre- where the guy shoots the guy in the um in the club but it's showing saeed's face like facing the camera like, oh yeah yeah in, which was a little unnerving at first but it was pretty cool overall arts art wise yeah in art way or even the shot where we first see um hubert with the punching bag and his burnt down gym looks there's so many great looking parts of the movie. yeah yeah it's gorgeous um yeah um i think uh the, all the chemistry between the characters works very well as well. Yes. Like you, you, you do feel the double. anger between Hubert and Vince a lot, and like mm-hmm. uh, the Sae kind of just being that like guy in the, the middle. middle. Yeah, yeah. just no like really trying to keep Saeed. them all together. And Saeed likes both of them, but he doesn't know what to do with them because they both have very opposing views on how it should be handled and stuff. Like, yeah. Hubert, despite being the one who is basic, like, the one that really is, like, a full-on criminal, as far as we know, right? I think, yeah. I think throughout the film, it very much, like, says, like, he, he's, like, he even says at one point, you know, I could have got you a piece if you needed a piece, like, a gun, right? Yeah. Like, so he clearly has connects, but he's, like, the most chill of the three, the most, like, well-rounded like in his head and uh, he's still like he's still like hey shoot the skinhead like he's not a good necessary like i'm not saying like shooting you got what i was trying to say like yeah. i don't think killing anyone is good at all so but you know i, I think the most good person is saeed but hubert is like the most mature yeah i think there are a lot of nuances with um their class position and their race and how they have mm-hmm. to get by that i don't think it's really anything are good or bad or any higher levels of good or bad you know i think mm-hmm. um it's just a very complex situation where mm-hmm. uh, personally i understand like all of their viewpoints in every single angle from it because i mean they all come from different even though they were all you know lower class people they all still get by different ways they still mm-hmm. are like you know even the black and white which i feel like um uh, kind of erases race a little bit because I think the movie is mainly focusing on class. But, um, yeah. you know, it's still an element there. And that stuff also, like, influences uh, your environment. So I think uh, it's a lot more complex than any character being good or bad. Because I think uh, even with Vince, where he's, like, 
hopped up on vengeance or with the Abdel's brother who just like randomly drives by with a shotgun and shoots a cop. I think even those like perspective, there's like some empathy that you for that sure. you have like, I see with their position. Why they're doing it. And I feel like that's like, one of the reasons why it's so such a powerful movie. It really makes you sympathize with movie. these people that you probably normally wouldn't. Yeah. I think the movie is incredible. Um, it lives completely up to the hype that people have put upon it recently since people have started discovering it. I think it's at number 43 on the top 250 of Dang. Letterboxd, which I think I mean, is deserved. Um, yeah, like it's that sure. good. It's an incredible film. Um, everybody should watch it. I really do think everybody should watch it. If you've never seen it, which I can imagine there are still lots of people who've never seen it because it is a black and white French film, indie film from the 90s, and a lot of people are pretty young um, still. I recommend, I hadn't seen it, and neither did Luke, and this is totally the kind of film we that often will resonate with us. So, whoa, is this the 10 for you? Is this like a favorite? I had a feeling um, it would be, but it could be wrong. I'm honestly not sure. I gotta sit on it longer. You just watched it like an hour ago. Um, Yeah, yeah. I gotta sit on it longer, but I could see that happening. You think think that's a possibility? Is it a film that you definitely love? Yeah, it definitely resonates with me a lot um, with its themes. With, uh, you know, a lot of it, which also this makes me want to watch Do the Right Thing now, because I've heard it very. Do the Right Thing, right? Yeah, I have. I have not seen a lot of like those like classic movies that I really gotta get. I own Do the Right Thing, and I still have not seen it. Um, you show but, uh, Cabin Boy. <laughs> bro, that's like honestly, Cabin Boy that's is the best style. movie ever. I'm that's calling it. There's, there's there's a there's a lot of claymation in it for some reason. It's awesome. That actually sounds very interesting. Like, it's so weird. Bro. It's one of those. I I don't think very good for So this will be our ending. Um, going off topic discussion time. I guess. <laughs> anyway, so um, there's so the film. It's like a studio film. It's and I, I haven't seen Freddy Got Fingered, but I know the story. I feel like it's a studio film that if the studio is real, and this is kind of a quote from a letterbox um, review of it, but like if the studios realized what was being made, it would have never been made. Um, like this movie is one of those anomaly studio films. That, it is such a stupid movie. I love it. I like it a lot, but most of the jokes are like really freaking bad. Um, <laughs> but there's something like there's just like there's like literally a, like there's just all these bizarre it's so bizarre in its stupidity compared to just like a dumb movie like I don't know Step Brothers or something I don't I like Step Brothers but I'm, that's just what I all I thought of anyways just a dumb movie with, like this was movie like there's literally like full on claymation sequences that are really impressive and these big fake look, purposely fake looking sets that are like really lavish and you know a 10 million dollar budget and it made about 3 million in the box office i believe um, dang so bro flop, yeah and they um, really did it dirty and the i have like a specialty dvd of it like not special, <laughs> but like like one, like a collector's dvd that has like these really funny overly artsy uh covers um that my for uncle actually went for Christmas because it was one of his favorite bad movies. You know, I think it's actually kind of good. Um, I don't know where it is. I was going to show you, but whatever. Um, this 
I had it like two seconds ago. Whatever, I guess, man. It's okay. But yeah, and I believe the company that like released the DVD is called Kino, or like Kino, Kino Lorber. So it's very yeah, Kino Lorber. So it's very very fitting. Very fitting, I believe. Um, I mean, it's definitely it's a Kino movie. Yeah. Well, there you go. Everybody, go watch Cabin Boy. It will change your life. Um, <laughs> please, for sure, for sure. I don't know where you'll find it, but it's great. Um, yeah, there you go. Have you Anything? heard about okay. Going Overboard by Adam Sandler? Oh, I haven't Adam, seen this. I'm just asking. Yeah, it's Going Overboard. I'm sure it's like his lowest rated movie. It's like a one point two. No, first movie too, I think. Yeah, I think it was actually, and like, mm-hmm. it's. Like this came out in eighty nine. It yeah. I haven't seen it, but it looks so bad. I wanna watch it really badly. I just don't know how to get my hands on it. Oh and I, I it came to mind. You said it have like weird claymation thing. And have you seen like the poster for the movie on letter? It looks so like weird and like it looks like a paper cutout. So that's why that reminded me of it. And I was like mm-hmm. But I mean like Cabin Boy has like large claymate monsters bro, the argument kind of thing. Yeah, but I mean I definitely gotta watch Captain Boy though. That, yeah, see, that's that's a must it watch. Sounds like you want a like a myth movie too. It sounds like a myth movie as well. Oh for sure, yeah. It felt that's what I felt like when I was watching it. <laughs> Dude. Another great movie though, Batman Forever. Just thought we would drop that in there. Batman Forever. I... Amazing. I haven't seen it recently enough to comment. Um, Logan loves it. Um, it's a great movie. I don't um, think I will, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> it's Logan's favorite movie. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm checking fire episode. This wasn't disorganized at all. Board, by the way, I found it. Found the movie. Oh, okay. oh fire! For you, I found a link. Um, yo, I'm, yeah, I, I'm Wait, on a we're, weird. We're... Hmm? It's that. It's we're... that. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not pirating stuff, by the way. No, we, of course not. We don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we buy I, our, all our DVDs on Blu-ray. Going overboard, or you're a bad person. <laughs> Did... Well, anyways, I think that's it. That I think we ran into talk about. It. Um, so there you go. That was our episode. Kind of a mess. We didn't really do a very good job there. That's okay. We usually don't. So it's whatever. Um, exactly. I think our next episode will most likely be a guest episode. Um, and I believe it's going to be about the before trilogy. I cannot confirm. Let's go. I think that's what we're doing. So Luke, get on that. Um, recommend just just so don't like push it to like the day of and then try to watch all three before we record um yeah no i will definitely that. watch all three like milliseconds before no like just <laughs> i'm just saying like like luke literally finished the movie and then we started recording for like yeah. Lahane. he finished Lahane and we started recording i'm not even in, kidding in my defense i was gonna watch it last night but then i fell asleep so but still that's last night. <laughs> for me i watched Lahane yesterday but i watched well, I guess that's not a fair excuse, but I usually try to watch it a few days before, if possible. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's our um, 
in-depth reviews there, but we had some discussion. Um, it was good. Uh, and we'll see you in two weeks, hopefully, with a special guest. Guys, you oh, should yeah. be hyped. You should be hyped. Before Trilogy is an episode we've been meaning to do for a while, so hopefully that comes. If it doesn't come out, it will come out. That's the thing. If it doesn't come out next, it will come out. It's not an episode. So that's why I'm okay saying it, because that will happen. Yeah, um, no yeah matter 100%. What. It might be in a decade, but it will happen eventually. It could hopefully be. Hopefully not that long, though. Want, but hopefully it will be the next one. If not, like, yeah. we'll, we'll see. Anyways, bye-bye, everybody. Bye, boys.